0: Well, good morning out there in ready land. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that anything is possible, we serve a God who will take the impossible and make it possible every single time. It's June 15th, 2023. This is the only June 15th, 2023 you'll ever have in the history of your life. So hmm. today we make the most of it for the glory of God to bring glory to Christ and to tell the whole world of his goodness and his grace and his mercy. It is also June 15th, which for us in my family means it is Eliza's birthday, and a little Eliza is eight years old today, and so I had to tell her, uh, I thought I was going to tell her happy birthday on the air to everybody. Now, she's going to wander over here someday, uh, sometimes today, because she wants to be able to hear us say it on the air. She said, Dad, just wake me up when you go to work. I said, I am not. I'm going to let you sleep. Um, she goes, Dad, it's my birthday. I can wake up early. I promise. And um, But she is so excited, and I'm excited. What a blessing of the Lord she was and is and is to come still. Um, and so just excited for her. It's going to be a great day for her. Just love the Lord, though. Last night was amazing. Went down to Bowling Green New Life Church. Um, great church down there, it seems to be. And um, very excited. Got to meet the pastor and got to meet a uh, few other guys and made some connections. And I was really Grateful for that, and we got to see uh, Bishop Lance Johnson again. and Heard him, and uh, great word he brought. Um, Love to see Brother Bill again. Uh, Mm -hmm. Bill is his associate pastor who travels with them, and uh, just love Bill. He's just a great guy, great heart, and um, just was really blessed to be a part of what happened last night there. So excited for the kingdom to grow, and excited Mm -hmm. for the glory of God and the move of God that's happening in the earth. Amen. And then uh, we went to Wendy's And they gave me a burger That was supposed to be a good size burger And I just didn't feel like I got it I felt cheated I felt cheated I, f- I felt full of the word but cheated on my burger um, But God was still good And God was still faithful. Because you were
1: so full of spirit you didn't need the the other size
0: that's, burger That's true I mean it was just I got some healing uh, The Lord delivered me on the way home From hurt and bitterness And um Just did a great work on the way home after that small burger, but it was still, it still tasted well. Still tasted well. Um, But Brother Greg, how are you this morning? I'm doing just fine, Brother Aaron. Doing just fine, Brother Aaron. I like that. (laughs) Doing fine, Brother Ron. Just doing fine. Uh, Did you ever have one of those shirts or coffee cups or anything from (laughs) Brother Rogers? No, I didn't. Yeah. Doing just fine, Brother Ron. Doing fine. Uh, And so, good stuff. That's good. That's clever. That's clever. Look at you over there on this Thursday morning. And so, just good. Good stuff. Uh, G- Greg Lentral's, um I always like to put Greg on the spot. He never knows. Winterall's VBS coming up? Somewhere's in the middle of July. Right, look at you go. Hey, you were prepared for that wife, one.
2: I asked my wife yesterday, and that's what she told me. So, <laughs> there you go. Look
0: at Greg go. <laughs> He's getting better at this. He's going to end up being a pastor before he know it. I mean, I don't know.
3: <laughs> no, no, not me. Well, I mean, I mean, no, I don't. Yeah, don't say not me. Yeah, well,
0: I said no. that one time I never cry, then I cried <laughs> for three days.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, that ain't my calling as of right now.
0: <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Oh, yeah. Whatever uh, you have me do, I'm ready. Joey saw said I had a joke about pizza. I was going to tell you, but it was way too cheesy. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness, I love it. I love it. Um,
1: never
0: ending. It was just um, there's a lot of joy last night, and I just. Kind of feel it still overflowing. I got in way too late for me. Um, <laughs> us old people, we can't stay out that late. And uh, it was just come when the saints come dragging in late. Right. And <laughs> the saints came dragging in this morning. And um, this saint right here is dragging hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking about taking a swig of his WD forty over here. I'm I'm not a WD forty kind of guy, but if it helps you wake up, then I might do it.
1: Just you'd have to pretend it's WD forty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you wouldn't be able to drink the coffee. At all.
0: No, no. They was trying to. You know what they was trying to do last night, brother Greg? They no telling. They was trying to say, if I dyed your chicken nuggets green, would you still eat them? <laughs> oh, uh,
2: are you ta- are you asking me this? One asking me because I don't eat
0: green oh. food. Yeah. I said, well, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. For I one, know. I've never seen a green chicken nugget, so yeah. I, that would be kind of uh, concerning. Let's just say that if you had a green chicken nugget, that would be on the concerning side. Right. Um, that that might be food poison Like it very well could be leading to that Quickly and rapidly um, But they were Everywhere I go they just try to see What food can they trick me into eating And um, I'm very good I, I'm led by the spirit on this And I just get everything discerned And everything revealed And you can't sneak food past me I can see it coming a mile away Uh, Joey Sausage, you eat green eggs and ham. Now, I will say this, all right? In all transparency, um, I was watching Christmas movies one year, and I was watching all the chick flicks, and my heart was overwhelmed with joy and the Christmas um, excitement, and I decided that I was going to make for my wife a Christmas breakfast. Um, How romantic, right? So we got pancakes, and we got eggs, and we had bacon and sausage because I'm not good at gravy, so I had to go with the pancake route. And I dyed everything Christmas colors, besides the bacon and the sausage. So even the pancakes were dyed a certain color. The eggs were dyed green. Um, I had sprinkled things on there. It was. I was like green eggs and green yeah. eggs and pancakes. And I ate them, and it was it was good. Um, I had to pretend like it wasn't green, but it was like that Christmas thing. Yeah. Um. And I was just I was trying to make it like a Hallmark experience. And <laughs> well, good it, for you. It didn't happen. Um, At least you tried, you know. The yeah. food tastes a lot better than it looked. Uh, it looked like a kindergarten class just tried to cook a meal together. <laughs> and, but I, I, it was the thought that counted, right? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I was really, yeah. I was really into it. Like I was thinking, man, I'm gonna. I mean, like you see all those christmas movies on hallmark or whatever the other networks are now there's a new one coming out pure flicks well there's what's the one that candace went to that created great american something uh it's a, it's a new one it's a new network it's newer and they did a lot of christmas movies too last year and you get, that, you get in that mood, and you just see everything all pretty and nice, and everybody's falling in love, and, um, you know, it's always the woman with a great career ends up in the country with the boy who has nothing, and yet she falls in love and gives up everything to have nothing because she's in love, and or it's because of somebody who you didn't see years from now, and then you see each other, and you just fall in love, and everybody's falling in love, and the food is so pretty, and everything is so great, and the snow is just terrific, and... It's just, it's inspirational. Right, Greg? Greg's like, I've never well, seen one of those movies. I, uh. You ever watch, you watch a chick flick before with your wife for Christmas?
2: I, uh. I wouldn't consider that
0: inspirational. But, um, you mean when me. you watch I, that movie with Miss Brittany, you do not, like, snuggle and cuddle on the couch and hold hands and sing Christmas songs around the piano? Yeah, uh,
2: Well, okay, so. <laughs> okay, now we'll he's changing with, his tone. Okay. Now All he's right. changing his tone. I knew it. I didn't want to go down this road, but. <laughs> we'll go all right so you know if we watch a movie this is how romania is britney's over there. in like five minutes and i'm if it's one of those movies i've already turned it off so there's that <laughs> i just i don't know oh I, my goodness I, not i'm not knocking anybody with what it, you know but we just that's
0: yeah we just don't do it we're not movie type people and uh, yeah well pastor Dwayne kid said i really need to start a diet but I have too much on my plate right now <laughs> Him
1: or you <laughs> Oh great
0: Pastor Dwayne he said I really need to start a diet right now I just have way too much on my plate right now oh. That is Dwayne <laughs> What uh, I-, I love our listening audience oh, They're man. so funny That's a good one brother uh, Dwayne <laughs> uh, Alright well let's get into some announcements Because I have no idea what they are um, I- My little sheet's still not in here with VBS Never got it I know it's somewhere I just don't know all of them that's going on. I took a picture uh, of it. You took a picture of the sheet? Mm-hmm. Well, excellent. Then you can
1: announce them. <laughs> um, except the handwriting <laughs> might be a little hard for me. Um, is that a
0: shot against my handwriting?
1: <laughs> um, I, oh, actually, I'm sorry. I didn't take... I moved the sheet. I didn't take the okay.
0: picture. Probably because you couldn't read it. Couldn't decipher it. <laughs> um, I have, I have there, horrible Okay, I have a
1: question. So the Cumberland or the Presbyterian VBS, is that... Cumberland Presbyterian? Mm-hmm. It's right down or the road. Coil.
0: Coyle Presbyterian. Okay. That's where um it's right down the road. Uh Brother Mark Stevenson's the pastor there. And that is who is hosted that, the youth retreat.
1: Was her name Ashley mm-hmm. that came here with us? Okay. That's Tuckin. what I thought. It was the yes. same church. Okay. Yep.
0: Um theirs is pretty soon too, I think. I think that's early July. I have to get my sheet.
1: We do have Wilson Holmes posted on the app.
0: All right. And that's the end of June?
1: yes i believe let me make sure real quick um yeah wilson home vbs will be june 27th through the 30th 6 to 8 p.m i, I assume each night
0: so. excellent excellent and i assure you i will find my piece of paper um mm-hmm. i think during mariah the went to go find it all right excelente is that's is that really spanish for excellent excellent I, so. I don't know though i don't know
1: A lot of the words Mr. Alonzo was teaching us the other day sounded a lot like English words. They just added a little spin on the end of it.
0: I
3: think they call it
2: Spanglish.
0: (laughs) That's the Dora Spanish. Dora the Explorer Spanish. That's what that is. Um, And so we'll get that VBS information out to you guys as soon as we possibly can. And um, besides VBSs, I don't have a ton to announce. I do want to say, make sure you're clear in your schedule. I hate that we don't have a man up the this June, um, but in July, be be ready for it because we're gonna we're gonna have a big one here. I'm excited for it. God's gonna move in a great way. We're doing man up at the lake at the end of July. We're announcing that now, so you can go ahead and get your on your calendars. I need to confirm the date, but it's gonna be the last week of July. Um, it's either that Thursday or that Friday evening I thought about asking them if we could do a Friday evening since it's gonna kind of be out there and I want the fathers to bring the sons out with them and I want to be able to just have a good time of we can fish they can um, they can do all that they can actually you know if they wanted to bring a kayak we they can they can kayak around that looks it's not like huge but it's it's big enough to kayak around um, if you want to now don't get hooked with a fish hook if somebody's fishing around you mm-hmm. um, that would be bad but also what well, cornhole um i don't know it's just gonna be a great time out there and so i'm very excited about it and then we'll have some acoustic worship out there by the lake and um <clears throat> oh miss Deanna said yes excellent is excelente in spanish so i know a word i know a <laughs> word in spanish that says hola que pasa como estas muy bien i'll ah, see sí. adios uh pretty much i can have the conversation that's it um but jesus jesus uh jesus or Flago Fire, right? Don't
1: know. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know-o. <laughs> do <Don't> know-o. know <laughs> <All> right. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: okay. All right. I've got my vacation Bible school list. One Truth in Clarkson, Kentucky, July 5th through 7th, 6 p.m. through 8, 30 p.m. We just said Wilson Home, June 3rd, 27th through the 30th, 6 to 8 p.m. Hudson Community Church, July 17th through 21st. Falls are rough over there in Falls are Rough. That's already been, sorry. <laughs> cool Presbyterian, Cool Cumberland Presbyterian, July 5th through 7th, 6th through 8 o'clock p.m. Hardensburg, um, June 19th through 23rd, which is coming up just next week, 5 through 8. That's Hardensburg Baptist. First Baptist uh, is wrapping up there, so tomorrow's their last day. And then, of course, here at Bethel, we're having ours August 4th through 6th and that would be 6 to 8 p.m. the first two nights and then 10 to 4 p.m. on that Saturday where we will invite everybody out and we're going to go cook out and have have a um, bunch of water things and we're trying to get a water slide and a bouncy house and we're going to do just a bunch of good stuff.
1: I think we might have the dates. So for Bethel, it is a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, right? hmm Okay, then that'll be August 3rd through 5th.
0: Uh-oh. Are you sure?
1: Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
0: Oh, yep. Third, third, fourth, and
1: fifth. Yeah. I, Yep. That's what I have on the app.
0: Okay. All right. So it's August third, fourth, and fifth. So that's a Thursday, Friday, 6 through 8 p.m. And then a Saturday, 10 to 4 p.m. And just going to be a great time there. So um, mark your calendars for any of those. Pretty much if you play it right, you can almost have free babysitting for the rest of the summer. The whole summer. For the most part. <laughs> There might be a couple of nights you you, you you don't, but I think if you play it right and you plan accordingly, there's enough VBSs going on that you would have free babysitting for the rest of the summer. How cool is that? All right, um, you know, like people do extreme couponing. You ever mm-hmm. heard of that, Greg? You ever seen extreme couponing? Yeah, uh,
2: we actually, I remember years ago we participated in that extreme couponing. We uh, did it uh, work for you? I mean hold on wait a minute uh let me back up so i witnessed my wife doing it by which that's what i mean we <laughs> yeah okay so okay. but yeah so she uh uh this is i mean probably i don't know it's been a long time we didn't have kids i don't know it's been a long time ago but she would uh do all these coupons and man uh, yeah it it I mean, it worked, but I don't even think they do that anymore. I don't. Yeah, I think you know. they
0: stopped that somehow. <laughs> yeah, but
1: they they used to price match a lot yeah, of things, and you could just search it from different stores, yeah, and then
2: yeah, she did that too. Yep. So, but yeah. Uh, well, that like, was again. That's whenever we was trying to uh, do everything on our own, and you know, we wasn't really following the lord mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah. not to say the lord won't give you discernment to do that mm-hmm. but but our trust
0: was in uh what we could do
2: you yeah. Know? yeah so yeah and you know i just always want
0: to put the focus on him that's all mm-hmm. well extreme couponing this is like extreme VBSing. Mm-hmm. you're prepared so you got it all mapped out you know exactly where you're gonna go you're gonna exactly when you're gonna drop them off and when you're gonna pick them up and pretty much, you are going to get the rest of your summer free at evenings. <laughs> as a parent, there so you it's go. It's extreme VBSing.
1: Brandon Shockley said his parents did that with him and his siblings <laughs> when he was you younger. Yep. <laughs> he said every every VBS we were there. Hmm. That's all right. That's <laughs> all right.
0: You usually get pretty good food and fun for a kiddo. All right. Well, we are in John chapter eleven, and um, we got one verse yesterday. It's I don't know how it happened. Jesus you, wept. The longest verse. Pretty much. Uh, (laughs) Well,
1: we got past that a little bit. Hannah
0: and Josh, they tackled like 17 verses that day before, and I got one. (laughs) I got one. Um, So I probably need to speed up a little bit. But really, we just got to the one where Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. And then Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you? That if you believed, you would see the glory of God. Now, that would be easy to hang up on. That would be easy. And Jesus, again, Martha's like, Lord, if I open this, it's going to stink. I'm not for sure if you really want to do that. And Jesus kind of calls out her unbelief to an extent in a very graceful, merciful way. But he does call it out and said, I'm telling you, if you would just believe, because she having trouble believing. And he's saying, if you would just believe, you will see the glory of God and and It's it's Jesus's way of Discipling of ministering um, This Look, is almost like a rebuke, but he does in such a beautiful way. I,
2: hold on a minute. It, I don't think this is a rebuke here, so He is teaching Alright, so it's just like When somebody's you know, you show them how to do a math problem and they they mess up, you know, you don't say you know Hey Remember what I showed you? Remember how to do it this way? This is what he's saying here. It says, Jesus said to her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldst believe, thou shouldst see the glory of God. As a question. You know, he wasn't, I don't think he's rebuking here. He was just, he was affirming her to, hey, I know you're upset, but just wait just a minute here. Watch this. You know, uh, that's my words right there. But so if you don't care, I'll read on a couple more verses. Is
0: that all right? Well, hold on a second. Right. I would say that. Normally I would see what you're saying But this has been an ongoing conversation
2: Yeah, but it, He's going to, in the next two verses is going to
0: uh,
2: affirm what I'm saying Is what? I, sure, okay, go, go ahead, ahead. Alright, so Then they, they took away the stone From the place where the dead was laid And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me And I knew that thou heardest me always, or that hears me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when, and when he just had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. So, you know, I, 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 I believe, you know, it, it may have been a rebuke, but I believe it was more of, uh, uh, of, of, you know just kind of calming her down and say hey remember if you just believe you know uh you'll see the glory of god you know because she's like you said she's distraught you know if you had been here you would have done oh wait don't open that he he stinks he's like he's like everything i say you're trying to uh tell me not to do you know and uh just just you know i understand but just slow down believe and see the glory of God. You know, and, and how many times has he said be still and know that I am God. He's kind of saying it again to her this way.
0: I would I would say though yeah. that I think we have a misunderstanding of what rebuke would be. Like I think we we think of rebuke as a punitive punishment like how dare you not do this. But rebuke in its truest sense is basically saying I'm going to Correct your thinking.
2: Okay, well, I'll go uh, with that then. That's I think fine. we
0: think of yeah. rebuke in that chauvinistic pick way, kind of like, I don't think. Hear me roar, I'm going to smack you in the face, and I rebuke you. Yeah. All right, well, we can rebuke stuff very strongly, yeah. but also there's, there's times that the Lord will rebuke us and chastise us with a lot of love and a lot of grace and point yeah. us in the right direction because really what he's trying to do to Martha, I see here, is trying to get her to think correctly along with the other people. Because I, this story is not about Lazarus. This story is about the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, they're about. It's about Mary. It's about Martha. It's about the Jews. Their lack of faith. It's about their un, lack of ability to believe. Um, because it's easy to believe when everybody else in the streets being healed. And it's easy to believe, and then people's cutting holes to the ceiling and dropping people down. It's easy to see healing whenever Jairus' daughter gets up, but when it's your own brother, when it's your own. Uh, flesh and blood when jesus didn't show up on time when jesus didn't do this like you wanted to do
2: yeah and i i agree with all that but i believe there's one more thing here uh and it's the main thing which is jesus and he is the word made flesh now we talked about before uh, about this this being a miracle uh you you, like this is a more deeper you know miracle that jesus performed than the others but uh, or not but but Along with that, the way it's pointed out to me, the way the Spirit showed me is Jesus is the Word made flesh. So the Word, if God speaks it, it happens. At His very command, he, he He calms the wind and the storms because He Himself is the Word of God in the flesh the Word of God which created everything. The Word of God, you know, He is. <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time trying to condense the Almighty into one little sentence. I, I, I struggle doing that, but He's trying to show them who He really is right here. That if we just believe and we trust in in His Word and what He says, all these things will be, you know. Uh, uh, and then He says, loose Him and let Him go. But, I, I'm I'm struggling to to condense the Almighty down into this one little sentence right here. He is the Word made flesh, and His Word says Lazarus come forth. Because the the Word of God spoke it. Does that make sense? Do, I mean, I I feel like I'm struggling to uh, to to express this point right here. But just seeing who Jesus really is. He's more than just a man that was God and, and all man. He is the word. He is the word living in the flesh, walking among us. Mm-hmm. And whenever he speaks, he says, I only, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what the father's told me to do because he is the word coming right from the mouth of the father. He is the word. I mean that's this puts him when you can get that perspective of who he really is. He's more than just a man, mm-hmm. you know. I know that he is a man. He's both fully man and fully God. But he's the the fully God part is the part that we need to realize who he is. And this goes on here. So now then we see we see all these storms around. We see Martha and her hurt, Mary and her hurt, and all the hurt. And our and our focus is this: if we if we think about it, we study all these different things and we study uh, we we focus on her hurt and and this one's hurt and this one's hurt, but we miss the whole thing. what Jesus is trying to do, He's trying to reveal himself to them. And if we can not focus so much on the things that's going on around us, and we can focus what I mean by focusing on Jesus is trusting in Jesus and seeking Jesus. And uh, despite the feelings that overtake us, you know, in spite of those, and it's easy for me to say these words, and it's so hard to understand. But this is the peace of God that that we we are to strive for, that we are to look for. We're not. Uh, it. We shouldn't just stay in this in the center of the emotions from the events that's going on around us. You know, we should rise above that in the peace of God. That, that knowing, that regardless of what's going on, and I, I always go back to Stephen whenever he was being stoned to death, he had a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the carnal mind cannot understand that. I'm what I'm talking about right now is is spiritual. And and yeah, I'll just <laughs> just trust in the Lord with all that you have and and all these things seek him and his glory and, and you will find rest
0: i guess from being somebody who talks to a lot of people who have a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and working with a lot of people who has a lot of tragedy and trauma in their past yeah this is what jesus is doing though like he's trying to lead them out of it like he's saying he never condemns them for being there because everybody's going to have emotions. Like everybody's going to be, yes. you're going to be hurt in your life at one yes. time. <clears throat> and Jesus is pointing them to a better way. He's saying, look, you're not believing but if you would just believe you would see the glory of God. And that glory of God is me is what God's doing in and through me and what's going to happen here and situations we don't understand in our life. Um, they're hard to walk through. And, and I think this is why we're seeing Jesus minister to somebody like Mary and Martha who is in a lot of pain, who's who's disappointed. Um, you know, I had the honor to minister and to faci- uh, do the funeral from Tuesday over a situation that was horrific, tragic, heartbreaking, gripping. Um, you know, somebody who just got saved a day before and was radically being touched that morning and then horrifically um lost her life in a very tragic unexplainable tough situation to where you see this um where all these people are seeing the joy and hearing the joy and this person was going around telling everybody about how much joy that this person had like after she left service this morning that morning like she pretty much called I don't know how many people she had to call because how many people told me she called them that day and just expressing what Jesus was doing in her life and what God was doing and how much joy was there And then that happens that afternoon. And I think the thing is, is like people will sit there and say, oh, so she just met this Jesus. And then Jesus didn't even stop this from happening. And I think that's the kind of questions that Jesus is answering here. Like Jesus is trying to get people to understand. You don't have to understand what's going on. Our job is to believe and have faith and trust. Mm -hmm. And faith is never revealed in the good times. Faith is revealed in the tough times. Yeah, And, um, and honestly i there's if if we never walk through something difficult then our character and our faith and our trust is probably never revealed um and if all you if you you if you always have a million dollars in the bank account no one's ever upset no one's ever sick or i'm not trying to pray anything on anybody i'm just saying the lord allows us to walk through things and in those walking there's usually oil that comes out there's usually mm-hmm. Um, faith that is produced there is joy that is um, cultivated there is the fruit of the spirit that is um, sharpened like all these things come out because it's the gold refined by the fire and i think this is what's happening to mary martha and the jews around them um and he's just and it's like you know they struggle with the faith they continue to struggle with the faith they continue to struggle to believe and in his most graceful way possible he kind of just Kept leading them along, and he would put the guardrail. No, I'm saying if you would just believe, is it yeah. going to happen?
2: Yeah, and that's and it, I mean what you just said there is that not every one of us. You know, we have, we there's times we have struggle. We struggle in this. You know, we struggle in our in our belief, and we struggle because the things we don't know, the 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 future, the unknown. You know, and we and we struggle. We find ourselves. It's hard you know to uh, uh with all these storms around it happens this and that we don't know the way out we can't see the way out it looks like it looks like the walls are caving in around us you know but in those times you know when we look back after he brings us through those you know we build on that mm-hmm. and therefore the next storm that comes you know we we have that what we just come through to stand on to Uh give a strength for the next one. So the next one's not going to be lesser, (laughs) you know, because the lesser ones are not going to affect you. It's going to take a bigger
0: one. That's why he had them do memorial stones. Remember when they crossed, they would do something significant. Israel, they would set up memorial stones. Yeah. When they Um, crossed the Jordan. Yep. And that was to remember what God has done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you're building on and you're always remembering. That's why the, the shepherds in the middle of the field, they would put notches on their staff. Yeah. as history makers well and and we
2: build on the foundation and that foundation is jesus yeah and 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 it's it's i keep saying this right here but i want to i don't feel like i'm doing a very good job explaining to focus on jesus because you know it's more than just uh it's seeking Uh, you know uh studying is is one way but just just uh, have him on your mind
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh and and just trying diligently what's how can a how can i say diligently without saying that word diligently like try very hard try very hard to uh get to know him with all that you've got and all that you're understanding that you have that that you that you have in you just with the best that you have, use that to get to know him. And what little bit that you have, he will multiply because you're giving it to him. Mm-hmm. And you cannot outgive God. And mm-hmm. and the more you seek him, the more you find him. And, I, and it's not it's not this uh, religious, it's not this, uh, what's it, the schooling, what's that called? It's not, you don't have to have all of these credentials. You just have to, be real with Him, who you are. Cry out to Him in your way, however that is, whatever that looks like, and whatever level of understanding that you have. Say, God, here am I. I want more. You know, what do I do? You know, and, and He will, little by little, He'll start pouring things in you. And it may this be a little drip at first, because if He poured everything in us at once, we couldn't handle it. You know, that's why we get it a little at a time. And that way it builds, you know, it would just, I mean, it would just crush us. If he wasn't poured all on us at once, we'd just mm-hmm. be crushed. So,
1: Well, we're about to go, have to go to break, but I do have, I'll say something when we come back, kind of continuing on this, and then we can get into our next discussion.
0: All righty. Uh, Thursday question number one, sponsored by the Sicilian Bank. What high priest had John and Peter arrested after the two disciples had healed the lame man? What high priest had John and Peter arrested after the two disciples had healed the lame man? Two seven zero We'll be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network.
3: Welcome back in on Mornings of Box 2 Radio. This
0: is the day that the Lord has made. This is a day that anything is possible. Don't have an answer for our trivia question yet. Let me re-hit that again. And oh, I guess that would be the wrong word. That's typing my keyword to get there. Uh, what high priest had John and Peter arrested after the two disciples had healed the lame man? Again, what high priest had John and Peter arrested? After the two disciples had healed the lame man. Then Pastor Chris over at New, Li- New, New Life. <coughs> oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Pastor Chris over at New Life Vision, um, their, their VBS starts tonight, uh, tonight through Saturday, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. So um, if you want to hop over there tonight, I'm sure they would be blessed to have you. Um, just a church, it's on fire, and Pastor Chris is so hungry for the move of the Spirit right now. Really appreciate him and really appreciate all um, that they're they're hungry for and willing to do and really they're really they have a heartbeat to unite as much as they possibly can and it's it's a um, it's a joy to see that kind of hunger in the body of Christ. Uh, Miss Jerry Condor got that answer correct, so congratulations, Miss Jerry. We sure do love Miss Jerry around here. <laughs> we love Miss Jerry and Miss Rachel and Miss Gayla and love them all. And I'm expecting that special songs really soon. In <laughs> Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, they do such a great job when they do it. <clears throat> um, Let's see here. I'm going I'm to read through that text to make sure I can read that on the air. But Hannah, did you say you had something you
2: want to <laughs> yeah,
1: say? Yeah. So, you know, our previous discussion, we were still in John 11. I think we got to, um, I'm not actually sure what verse we got to. 43. It. 43. Okay. Yeah, kind of the end of mm-hmm. that. Um, paragraph there but you know we were just talking about martha and mary and how when hard things come up you know people are in pain you know in situations like this you know somebody their their brother died like their their family member died like that's hard that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean it's not something that's easy even for us and you know the situation with um miss katie's friend that we've been praying for that whole situation like these things aren't easy But the thing that, you know, throughout this whole conversation that the Lord kept reminding me was the closer that we are to him and means that we will trust him more. So, like, the closer we get to him, the more we know his heart, the more that we're in communication with him, the more of a father-daughter or father-son relationship we have with him, the more we will trust him. We will trust that no matter what comes up, no matter what happens, he knows he has a plan he has a purpose and he is able more than able to turn what was meant for evil to good Mm -hmm. for for our good and for the good of all people who are involved and I think that's part of just like studying his character but not only studying his character getting to see his character throughout like our relationship with him Um, and I don't know that just he just reminded me that you know we don't know all things. And I think sometimes we think that we know like, God, why didn't you do this? Or God, you need to do, you need to do this, this way, because I know, I know what you need to do. Like, and we start praying for certain things that actually aren't in the will of God sometimes. And I think the Lord's wanting our mind to shift from praying out of, pain and praying out of you know desperation for what we want but really getting to the will of the father and praying lord let your will be done in this situation because i don't know all things i don't know what was going on behind the scenes i don't know what might have happened this and this and i don't know how you're wanting to show your glory because a lot of things that happen the lord is able to really show his glory through it just like this so i don't know the lord was just reminding me of kind of a humbling moment of like we we don't know we don't know all things but he does he's sovereign he's omnipotent he's omniscient and the more that we love him the more that we're close to him the more we will trust him and the more we will no matter what comes our way we will still be able to have that trust in him that i I don't understand it but I'm okay with not understanding it because I know that you love me no matter what happens to me or to my family. I know that you love me and I know that you have a plan. I know that your hand is on my life and I will choose to trust you and praise you no matter what comes my way because I believe your word. I believe everything that you've ever spoken to me and I'm going to stand firm in that. Mm-hmm. And and when when that happens, when you get to that point, I mean you start to make the enemy really mad, but you also gain the strength that like when things come your way, it's like the house built on the, not built on the sand, the house built on the what? rock, the rock. Yes. <clears> or <throat> you're not anything that's coming. You're standing firm. You're not, you're not shaking. You're not crashing down. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that revelation that we get in him. I'm thankful for just this, the fact that we can trust—we have a God that we can truly trust in, and we we don't we can't have that trust in anything else other than Him. Mm-hmm. So,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Go ahead. I, I was just okay. going to read a text.
2: Okay. So you know, uh, even in this, this is—we're not saying that you are not going to experience fear, or you are not going to experience anxiety, or you are not going to uh, uh, hurt or anything. You are still going to these these feelings are still going to come upon you. You know that's you. I don't care how close you are to the Lord when you have a loved one die. You're it's going to hurt. You you know old oh sting or old oh death where's that sting. Well, that's for the people who's still here. Mm-hmm. You know that's where the sting of death is. It's not for the person who's passed on to go to be with the Lord, but it's with the ones that are still here that I miss them, mm-hmm. and uh, and th- and those feelings are real. Uh, and I like the way Aaron describes feelings. They are. Uh, they are good companions but they're terrible leaders is that what is that how you Good say?
0: friend poor master. poor master. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I mean and and it's it's okay, you know, to express those and and experience those and and process all of these emotions and feelings, you know, just process them, you know, and and go through these things with the peace of God in you. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Because the Lord never tells us we're never going to experience them. Mm-hmm. He will just never leave us there forever. Yeah. Um, one listener, and um, I know this listener, and um, they walked through a very tragic thing a couple of years ago, and um, they, they're they sharing some of it. And I, I hope it's okay I share this online on on air. And I ain't going to say names. I'm just going to read it. At the time of my deepest grief, watching my son take his last breath here on the earth in following days, I can say my pain was so beyond my thought processes were almost numb, and to be able to focus on anything seemed impossible. Looking back, that was when I truly knew Jesus was just holding me. He wasn't asking me of any asking nothing of me but to trust Him. I'm so grateful. Since that day, the journey has been full of lessons. But at the time of my deepest pain, Mm -hmm. He just carried me, Mm -hmm. and that's trust. Um, I, I I love when I heard. That theologian say all of Christianity revolves around one word for us, and that's trust. Everything's trust. Yep. I gotta trust that he loves me. I gotta trust he's with me when I don't even feel it. I gotta trust that he knows what he knows how to put everything together and keep everything when I see everything falling apart. Uh, it's it's all about trust. And when we say we trust him, that does not mean that we're not hurting. Like Brother Greg said just said, it's not mean that we're not broken. It doesn't mean that we're not grieving it means that we're able to stand and continue to walk even in the midst of it because we know he's with us. And we may not even know what we're doing at that time. I mean, (laughs) um, and like this listener just said, there's times you feel numb. There's times you don't really know how to process things. Being that 23-year-old kid in Louisville at 2.30 at night by yourself with your – we've already lost our first kid in a miscarriage, and then our second one – you know, he had all those health situations, and he was basically honestly dead when he got to Louisville. Like, he was he was on life support. Hmm. And the doctor's telling me, I don't know if your kid is going to live or die. I'm by myself, 2.30 in the morning in Louisville, Kentucky, at Cozair at that time. And the doctor's are sitting there saying all these things. And, I mean, you're you're sitting there devastated. You're like, you're shell-shocked. You don't know how to process. You don't know how to think. <sighs> But in the midst of that, I could tell you one thing. I should have lost it. And I was losing it. But I should have completely lost it. But I knew the one who was with me. And I had Mm. a peace I didn't deserve. I had a Mm. peace I could not express. I'm not saying I was smiling. I'm not saying I was faith-filled at that moment. I just knew there was something guiding my heart through the whole process. Mm -hmm. Because I did not have enough maturity in me to handle it. I did not have enough moral fortitude enough to handle it. I, it's not like it didn't bother me enough to come crashing down I just knew the one who was walking with me And it does not mean there wasn't pain it doesn't mean there wasn't fear there was, there was moments over that next day or two That there was a thought process was, What if he does die? What if he does mm. do this? I can't say I was marching the whole time going He shall live and not die Like I wanted to be there But yeah. there was moments I wasn't And those moments I wasn't I knew the one who was still there
3: Mm-hmm.
0: and it was looking back, I mean I, I don't know I just my heart breaks for people who have put been put under great condemnation for moments like that yeah mm-hmm. and even though I believe Jesus was rebuking in a sense and correcting, I believe he still showed so much mercy and mm-hmm. grace and he never once attacked them for the situation they were in. So when I use the word rebuke, I did not mean like how dare you say this? I well, use it in thought yeah. pattern of Jesus' is, correction, ex, is, correction. Is, is, is what Brother Greg was saying is yeah. he's trying to he's trying to bring them back into right thinking, but he's doing it in the most graceful way because yeah. he is he sees their pain, mm-hmm. they're hurt, their brother who they loved just died, and in a sense like they probably see Jesus who's I would say Jesus is bothered by the situation, but we never see Jesus until the verse, Jesus wept. But he's wept because of his trouble, what he sees around him, their state, their thing. And he's weeping, and and he could be weeping over Lazarus in the grave a little bit too. But I think the majority of his weeping is over the condition of their, their unbelief and the Jews and those around him. And uh, well,
1: he knew that he could bring Lazarus back, so most likely he was. Well, weeping. he knew the end game. Yeah, so he was most likely weeping over yeah. their hurt and their. I pain. think so too, and and weeping with them. Yeah, you know we're supposed to weep with those who are weeping, rejoice with those who are rejoicing.
0: Yeah, yeah. and um, I don't know this. The whole prosperity gospel is what makes me sick in my stomach. <laughs> it really does. I think the Lord wants us to prosper. Mm-hmm. I think the, the I don't think the Lord wants His bride broke, disgusted, sick, and. Hiding in a cave but this whole prosperity gospel of God that will never be sick or will never have suffering Or will never go through anything that is the biggest yeah. lie of Satan That's actually the religious spirit trying to manipulate and twist and bind people up because when you do go through it You're trying to figure out which sin you committed you try to figure out where you went wrong You figured out what you're trying to figure out how you could correct it and it all comes back to you and the religious system wants it on you and not him and if it can get your eyes on you and off your G, off your savior lord and savior jesus then the system is doing exactly what it wants to do. Where well we
1: have a oh sorry. No, you go ahead. Well we have a complacent gospel with that like it it's basically just complacency. And when you are just stagnant and complacent, you might not face anything. Yeah. I mean, if you're just sitting like we were talking about sitting in the pew, just coming and sitting in the pew and really not letting the lord Work on your heart or take you deeper, the enemy's probably going to leave you alone. But because you're, you, you're not growing, you're yeah. not being a threat to the king to him, you're not winning, you know, you're not a warrior for the kingdom at that point.
2: Yeah, and what I was going to say is the this uh, what did you call that that religious, I don't know, prosperity
0: thing, well, prosperity gospel,
2: yeah. And I remember I think back and uh uh when COVID hit and all the different you know who who you know a lot of people got COVID, and uh and i was thinking and i remember reading the scripture that no disease will come nigh thy dwelling place mm-hmm. and i was like lord all these christian people you know they're getting sick how i don't understand this and then he revealed to me that he god himself Jesus Christ the word made flesh Is our dwelling place mm-hmm. And these things These sicknesses these, all these things that, that may plague these bodies Cannot come Near that dwelling place if, yeah. we're, if we are dwelling in the Lord that's where We are to dwell in him And then I always go back to Stephen That's, that's my best expression Of, of this resting place mm-hmm. When Stephen is being stoned With a smile on his face well, if 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 you're struggling, say there's I know uh, I've got a friend he's got diabetes, you know, and I remember sharing this with him, and it was a new revelation for him as well, you know. And uh, you know, our dwelling place is not these bodies that we're in, you know. This this is a temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in, but our dwelling place is in the Lord, and we dwell in Him. And if we're dwelling in Him, regardless of what. Comes on this natural body, it says, "Fear not him that can destroy the body, because after he's destroyed it, what more can he do?" But f- instead, fear the one that can destroy both body and soul,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that's the Lord. He's He's the only one. We rest in Him, knowing that our life, this this body that's here is just here. It's a vapor. Mm-hmm. It's just a vapor. It's here today and gone tomorrow. But we are with Him for eternity.
0: Yeah, And I believe I believe God is a healer. I believe God is a restorer. I believe God's bigger than cancer. I believe God's bigger than diabetes. Yes. And I, um, I believe all of that. But I'm also not going to treat him like a sugar daddy, that he just does what I say when I say it, however <laughs> I say it. Yeah. And I know that may be strong for some people, but it's true. And that's what we yeah. want to treat God as. And when I pray over situations, I mean, this is me. I'm, I don't know if this is necessarily the best way, the right way. I'm just... And if somebody can teach me a better way um, in Scripture, please do. But when I pray over a situation, even for healing, if somebody comes up to me, can you pray for healing? What I usually like to do is step back just for a second. I try not to, like, make it very obvious and just kind of start praying my own head. God, what is your will over this situation? Like, what are you trying to call? What are you allowing to accomplish? What are you developing? I mean, like, I want to pray your will. I want to pray in your name. And it's not just the, like, we treat that as almost like, um, magical incantation i'm gonna pray whatever i want to pray and then i'm gonna pray jesus name at the end of it and it's poof i believe when we pray in his name it's that we're praying according to his will Mm -hmm. and we're so close to the father's heart jesus prayed stuff that always was accomplished because he saw his first father do it yeah he wasn't praying his own will Mm -hmm. jesus wasn't praying his own will jesus was praying what his father was telling him to pray Mm -hmm. because he was so close in relationship with the father he knew the father's heart and I believe our prayer life would go to a whole nother level if we would just take a second and allow the Spirit of God to reveal the Father's heart and let's pray according to His will and not our will. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it, and and that's not to say that that you don't pray what you want. Hey, you know you got a loved one that's sick, you know you ask the Lord to to heal him. You know, I mean that's you, you do that. You, uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, and uh, just ask the and in, in faith believing. you yeah, and and whatever the outcome is, trust in the process, trust in the outcome. Because if the outcome is not the way you thought it was should be, that you see what I'm saying. I mean, it's uh, we get so discouraged when when our answer is no.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You see what I'm saying? We get so discouraged when the answer is no or or the, the result is not the result that we had in our minds. But if we could do it in ourselves, we wouldn't need him to start with. But he says that he is divine and we are the branches. Without him, we can do nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in all these things, I just always go back to trust him with all that you have. If, if you just have a little well, that little bit that you got, trust him with all of that. And, and focus on that little bit that you have that it may grow and just give every bit of that to the lord and he will multiply
0: yeah and it goes back to believing it goes back to i mean smith yeah. wigglesworth who did a, had seen a lot of miracles god worked through him in mighty ways and a lot of miracles i mean his wife died of appendicitis i believe it was an appendicitis she died from um and people say well why couldn't god heal his wife if he used him for all those other miracles. And I think this is where we have to understand we're not God. We mm-hmm. don't know all yeah. things. We trust yeah, him for all things. His ways are higher than our ways. His methods are better than ours. Everything about him is greater than us. And um, <clears throat> let's see. I understand. Let's see. Pastor Wayne Kiss, I understand God can use anything. But are you are you saying God won't heal us until we have learned whatever it is to learn?
2: No. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm That's, not saying that. Not um,
0: no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that God has a will to accomplish, and um, I've well, I've been praying for people before, and I just felt like the Spirit of God kind of said, "Hey, now is the time that they're going," and I just had a peace about it. Like I was had a peace, and I almost stopped praying. Basically, I stopped praying for the healing and started praying for the passing. Lord, mm-hmm. let it be quick. Like, let it be. Um, take them home to you. I know they're ready for it. I know they know they're waiting to see you. But then there's also this, like, I think that I've walked through situations where parents have lost a kid or somebody's lost a family member, and um, they were praying, and then somebody's walked past them. And, I mean, this is honestly, like, they kind of walk past them and go, well, you know, you just didn't have enough faith. (sighs) How dare you say that Mm. to somebody who just lost a kid? How dare you say that to somebody who just lost a family member that— the reason they pass is because you didn't have enough faith to pray it out of them. Then it's dependent
1: on you and not dependent on God at that point. And And
2: that goes back to religion and that, that goes back to, uh, man and, and faith in man and not knowing God. Yeah, I mean, it's, that just turned my stomach when you said that, you know, for somebody to, uh, you know, that would come across that way. Uh, yeah.
1: And a lot of times I like what you said about, you know, when the Lord reveals to you that it's time for this person to go or the peace to be obedient in that and start praying in a different way for the person because um I won't share the whole testimony because it's not my testimony to share, but I know someone very dear to me that was praying for a healing Um, And this person was battling, battling, battling. And this person had kids. This person, I mean, everybody wanted this person and believed this person needed to be healed. That's what everybody thought. Because Mm -hmm. how could, like, this was a terrible situation. But whenever this person was praying, they felt in their spirit, okay, she's getting her healing. Like, she felt the Lord say, like, okay, this person is getting her healing. And then she had peace about it. They had peace about it next day or a few days later i don't know i don't remember but got a call that this person had passed and i mean it really shook the faith of this person because they were like well i know what the lord told me like the lord told me they were getting their healing so lord (laughs) i know that i heard you what 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 is happening here and then later on after praying praying more and you know wrestling with it this person felt like the lord said they got their spiritual healing they got they received salvation they were born again their soul was in the condition it needed to be before they were made whole they were made whole spiritually Mm -hmm. before they passed on Mm -hmm, and so that was a big teaching moment because just like this other situation you know with Miss Katie's friend like that's kind of a similar thing it's like got saved had that woman at the well moment and then gone and you know it's hard to understand but the thing is we don't understand the whole picture. God sees the whole picture, so He knows the why, the how, all of that, but yeah. we don't always.
0: Yeah, yeah. And these are tough situations, and but I mean, like all three of us right here, I know we believe God can heal without a doubt. We know I've seen it. Like, um, I mean, we could sit here give you testimony after testimony of just things we've seen in the last little bit—miracles and signs and wonders—and God doing incredible things, and um, you know, kids getting saved in a prayer meeting when nobody even gave the gospel the spirit of god just swoops in we've we've seen tremendous things Mm -hmm. in the last few months we don't always sit there and hoop it from the the rooftop like we probably should but we just we're just marching forward we're continuing and we're seeing revival we're seeing a move of god we're seeing um I, i was going to sleep the other night just thinking about how many people have been saved lately and i mean we're not we don't have a counter on the wall so we don't sit there and say oh 16 people has been saved.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And honestly, a lot of it's just so organic. Just the spirit of God drawing people. And yeah. um, what he's doing in the hearts of men and women. Like, I could just sit here and start naming off names of people who's been born again. I mean, we had one of our kids from the ranch was just sitting there talking to um, Josh the other night on a Wednesday, on a Saturday night, just talking. And then all of a sudden, they, the, the spirit of the Lord leads the conversation. And Josh asks him a question. And this this boy gets saved right there at 12 o'clock in the, be- in the living room, in the middle of a Saturday night. And Amen. I mean, it's not like we're giving an altar call and like this is just what God's doing. And that's what he's doing around this community right now. And it's amazing. And it's awesome to see what the spirit of God is moving in. And we're seeing healings. We're seeing all these great things. And I know we got to go to break. But then there's these tragedies, too. And if we never learn how to process the tragedies and we never learn how to pastor well through these tragedies. And I didn't sit there in that funeral and say, I have all the answers for you. I do know one who have all the answers, but I don't have the answers. And and I think this is where it's so important to trust. Mm-hmm. And there are some sicknesses that's to death. There's some that's not. That's what the scripture says. Right, Greg? That's right. Yeah. And I don't I'm I'm not I'm not God's director. He's my director. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell him what to do. I'm going to have faith to believe that he can do whatever he wants to do. And I'm going to release faith over situations. And I know he's bigger than cancer. I've seen him I've seen him dry up diabetes. I've seen cancer fall off of people. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen amazing things. I've seen collarbones bit, put back together in an instant. I've seen people who couldn't walk start to walk. I've seen the hand of God move. But then I prayed for things too, and no. nothing's ever happened.
1: Yeah, and if we can't learn how to trust and accept when something doesn't go the way we thought, then we're not fully trusting. Yeah,
0: and so we're going to come back here. We're yeah. going to yeah. con- continue this conversation. I'm, I'm over. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to come back here. Let's. Uh, we'll read our second trivia question. I'm really over. So let's read our second trivia question when we come back after the break here on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network.
3: All Alrighty, We are back here on mornings of box
0: two radio on the box two radio network. What a great morning we've had so far. Great discussion. Great interaction. I love it. Um, I just, here's my thing here. I, I'll say it like this. I will believe God for anything at any time. Like I have faith that God can do anything that he wants. He can do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask, think, or imagine hannah you hear me preach enough i never restrict god Mm -mm. i never restrict god but when we pray and we ask he's going to do three things yes no or later like that's it um and i trust him with that like i've got to this point to where i trust him and i don't i am not god's boss i am not god's dictator now if we want to talk about spiritual warfare, I believe we have authority to speak to that thing and cast it out. I'm not asking for that to happen. So if a demon starts to manifest, I ain't playing games like Lord, please come and deal with this. <laughs> He's given us the authority in His name to cast down Tridon. and cast out. All yeah. right, yeah. though you've got to realize there's moments to there's moments where we exercise authority. And there's moments we don't have authority to exercise. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Greg? Is that well? Is that okay to say it like no, that? No,
1: that's good. But also, I believe some sickness is demonic. Like there are some sicknesses that will manifest, be, like that are demonic, and that's and those are the ones we have authority over. Yes. But the ones that were put there by God's like will and within God's will, they're remaining there. Like for the ones we read in here, this is for the glory of God. I yeah. don't believe that that is demonic. Yeah. Would I, you say?
0: I think that, like, for instance, I'll say it like this: um, If there is the flu going around, and I get the flu, I don't think that's necessarily like Satan giving you the flu. Greg just sneezed on me, <laughs> and I got the flu. All right, some some sickness, Sorry, some buddy. sickness, <laughs> some sickness. I believe is a consequence of the the fall. Just a broken universal world. sin. Um. But then I believe that there are some attacks of the enemy, too. Um, let's see here. Brother, Pastor Wink said every promise of God is yes and amen. So if we get a no one, then we ain't praying God's promise. Um,
2: well, it says that all his promises are yes and amen. So we just got to see what the promise was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, and, I, and I, I don't want to take anything away from God either because he is in control. And uh, I guess what I want to point out here, and I think what Aaron's trying to point out here, is that, you know, uh, we don't tell God what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a purpose and a plan. And and it says that we can pray and He'll change His mind. You know, it says, you know, there is that that's in there as well. Uh, and that comes from our earnest prayer. And, and I believe that, uh, you know, what we're trying to what we're trying to express and I don't want to violate the word either and I don't want to change it or anything is whenever you pray for something wholeheartedly and the outcome is not what you thought it would be or it wasn't what you wanted or it didn't work out however that is you know the piece of god should still be on you you uh regardless of those this goes back to the storm of emotions and storms of 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 situations and scenarios that, that we get caught up in and if the scenario doesn't go our way we 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 think we need to do it this way or this way but what we need to do is be still and know that he is god in the middle of that storm and and allowing to work, yeah. We pray what we want. You, we we uh, bring our uh, what's it called to, to the Lord. We you know our, uh, we ask Him, we ask Him. We we, we tell Him what we but He knows what we have need of before we ask. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm wanting to say that it, the Scripture is not is coming to me that the Spirit prays for us because we don't even know what to pray for. Mm-hmm so you know uh the spirit prays for us and and when we're when the spirit is praying for us that is the prayer you know uh, our flesh uh we get we get turned around and just like mary uh saying lord if you'd been here if you'd just been here you know that he wouldn't have died you know uh, but if if she would just believe what he was telling her yeah and just well, that's not a good one because she did believe she just didn't know yet you know and that's us we just don't know yet and uh, yeah. but just trust just trust him regardless of what the however the prayer is answered trust the lord that that your benefit is in his interest
0: yeah well i think though the question is going to come to God's promises does god's promise that we're going to be healed every single time and I don't know if I don't see that. I don't find I don't know if I find that in scripture that we're <clears throat> always going to receive healing. Um and I like Paul. I was thinking of the one scripture. This is what I when I was thinking. Um Second Timothy, I was looking for it. Second Timothy chapter four, verse twenty, Paul's actually finalizing his greeting, I mean finalizing everything to Timothy. And he says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila. In the household of one of Trophorus or whatever you say, I don't remember. I never mastered yeah. that name. Erastus remained at Corinth, and I left um, Trophimus. Troph, Trophimus, I think. Is how he's, I don't know, but he left this dude. All right, who was ill, and he left him in a town. So Paul's talking about he was traveling this one guy, and he left him there, and he left him ill, like he still left. The guy was still sick when Paul left, and. I'm sure Paul prayed for him. I'm sure that Paul asked the Lord to heal him. Like I, I wouldn't think of Paul as somebody who wouldn't do that. But yet Paul left him in the condition of sickness. And for me, like that's a that's a challenging scripture. Like I'm not saying God doesn't heal, and I'm not saying that God's. Well, gonna, we know
2: that He heals. He's We've healed. seen like, it over time and time again. There's oh, no question. He's a healer. He is our healer. He's our yes. provider. He is all. He is above all, through all, and in all. And he, he, he does abundantly and above all. And and there's no question of that at all. What we're trying to say, I believe this conversation is trying to point out that, that regardless of what we see, regardless of what we think we know, regardless of anything in ourself, we need to above all trust the Lord that he does know that his plan is the good plan. And regardless of what we see and our faith in our rest is in that and not the circumstances of consequences.
0: Yep. Uh, Pastor Dwayne kid said, find one place in scripture where somebody wasn't healed. Um, well, I mean, I guess you would have to born interpret- in the flesh. Well, the, that's kind of where I go, but a lot of people don't think that was an illness. They think that was a person who was haunting him because it was a messenger. They said as a messenger, um, I still actually believe myself. This is just myself. I believe it was more Paul's eyesight, um, and I think he did struggle with messengers too, though. So we had this whole we had this um, whole discussion before on the radio too. So um, I think I think Paul was given something in his th- his flesh to humble him. But also, if we're going to say like God always healed, God's always does this, and like everything is great, like in that respect, then. We look at the martyrs, we look at all they're going through, all the Christians that are being slaughtered all over the world right now for their faith and martyrdom. Um, we see that um it's like I guess we could ask the question of Smith Wigglesworth, who had tremendous faith and seen tremendous miracles, whose wife still died of appendicitis. So if so if if it's if it's our faith, then Smith Wigglesworth had faith for every single person except for his own wife. And Like, these are the things I just, I don't.
2: But I know where Dwayne's coming from because he 100% trusts the God. Yeah. And that's it. As we all should. And
0: that's, you know,
2: and I'm not discounting that at all. And and I, I just, and I've prayed things, you know, and it didn't work out that way. You know, but the things that worked out were better than what I thought that I was trying to pray for. I just, uh, I just, my thing is regardless, however you pray, trust in the Lord, regardless of the outcome, whether it's this or that. And if somebody comes up to you and say, well, you didn't have enough faith, well, that is the enemy talking and you can just shun that one and just roll on because trust in the Lord, regardless of what we see, regardless of what we hear, regardless of the outcome, you know, if it didn't go our way, if it did go, you know. All good things come from above.
0: Yeah, uh, one listener said, and, um Timothy stomach ailments. Um, Timothy Paul tells says that Timothy use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. First Timothy chapter five verse twenty three. We actually, um, and then um,
2: yeah. I mean these bodies that we're in these these are temporary. These are not. I mean." Everything's going to come up, uh, upon these bodies. They're natural bodies. But we are spiritual beings. And our dwelling place is in the heavenly places. We dwell in the spiritual places. If we dwell in these bodies, then we're subject to all these things that the body's going to experience. But if we dwell in the spiritual places, the things that, that the bodies experience cannot affect us because we dwell in... Him, he is spirit.
1: And no matter what, we're going to get our healing one day. I mean, we know that we're going to get healing when we are absent from this body, no matter what.
2: Amen, amen. This this is a tough, this
0: is a tough discussion.
2: I don't have all the answers. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. I I
0: don't have all the answers. I just know. Um, we have testimony though. We yes. I just think that God's ways are higher than our ways. Exactly. And I don't think I always understand everything is going. I mean, I do have faith. Like, I have faith. I pray over people all the time. Um, we And like we've just said, we've seen great miracles. Like, there's not one person in this studio that don't believe in the miracle working power of God. We believe that God still moves mountains. He still dries up cancer. We're seeing great reports. We see people come in and pray and um, come back, and they're cancer-free. We've seen people live and not die. We've seen people get their lungs back. We've seen people get their hearts back. We've seen people um get up and walk that's never walked i mean like all of these things yeah. god's done great things and
2: i you and know he's this, continued to do so just recently we had a, a a baby had to have surgery and i prayed and i believed and i prayed and i believed that that before surgery was going to happen that the results was going to say that they didn't need it but guess what they had surgery and and the baby come through, and he, you know, the it was just a miracle. I mean, it just open heart surgery on this baby, you know. And I prayed that 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 God would fix the hole in her in her heart that they that she didn't even need it. You know, I believed it. I really believed. I said, you know, I just I prayed and I believed that that's what it was. But that's not the way it went. She went into surgery. They opened her up. They done it. They sewed her back up, and by the end, uh, she got to come home within a week. I mean, this, this, the healing of that baby was so fast and so miraculous, you know. It wasn't how I wanted it,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, but uh, I mean, but yeah. I just, you know, sometimes we don't know what to pray for. We think we know what to pray for, but, you know, uh just being frank, we don't know what's going on, but God does, yeah, mm-hmm. you know we have our in our minds what we think needs to happen, but God knows what needs to happen, amen, and we just need to trust Him, regardless and uh and That's I'm so it's
1: very profitable to pray in the Spirit because the Spirit knows, yeah who God,
3: is.
2: and it says to pray in his will, yep and and sometimes we get lost in our will because we're so hurt or're so uh distressed or so distracted by this things we got that's just come around us and just come on us you know we get distracted and we pray for for those things you know uh
1: and, it, and i mean we have yeah. to look at the lord's prayer yep. like i feel like the lord's prayer gets overlooked so much or like minimized yeah like that uh, our father who art in ha- heaven hallowed be thy name Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, com- thy will be done. Like, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done is at the very top of that prayer. It's at the very Thy will be done. Thy will yep. be done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jesus yep. prayed that.
0: Yep.
2: And earth is, is, is in heaven. Yep.
0: Well, we got some interaction going on. Um, um, Mariah said one, uh, Mr. Roy Dockery called in and said there's a verse. Um, and there's a story There's a scripture that talks about There were many widows But the prophet was sent to one in Elijah's day And there was another one where there are many lepers But only God sent one prophet to one leper And that one was cleansed and healed And the other ones weren't um, Now there is some context to that story of course But we do see where God's doing certain things For certain people And probably not certain things for other people And we have to we always don't but understand God why. is not
2: a respecter of persons, yes. no. so that's, that's not, yeah, um, that's not, that's not the thing. It ain't this one or that one, it's just, um, He has, he has a, a plan, plan. yeah, <laughs> he, has he has a plan, plan. yeah. Uh, we, then,
0: yeah, Pastor Dwayne said, Does everyone get healed? No, does everyone get saved? No, but both are His will, and I think both are His heart. I think yeah. He wants everybody whole, He wants everybody there, and there's certain things that are in the course of life that's happening, there's certain things that yeah. are coming up there is spiritual attacks there's all these things all these things going on like i'm not sitting here saying i'm not gonna pray for everybody's healing and i think that i'm gonna pray
2: for healing every time
0: every time and i'm gonna believe for it and i'm gonna trust god with the outcome like i'm i'm I'm, I'm gonna walk in um victory i'm not walking in defeat i am i i'm a i'm a faith guy i'm gonna believe in faith i'm gonna believe and rest in faith um and but also i'm I know his ways are higher than my ways. And I'm I think Brother Greg said this off the air, but I'm gonna say it on the air. He's not a genie in the bottle. We don't rub his lamp and he just comes out and does what he's we tell him to do. And I don't I don't wanna I, I think I think sometimes we treated him like that. And then now the unfortunate thing, and I know like for a lot of people this isn't it, but for I've seen it happen where like I don't want anything to do with him. But then I want to call him out of his bottle like when I'm ready for him. Like a spare tire when they, and, you know, they
2: pull him out like a spare um, tire when they need him.
0: I want yeah. to walk so close with him. And I want to get to a point to where when I, you know, we walk out into the street when Greg goes to farmer's to eat. I don't know if he ever goes to farmer's to eat, but
3: I do. If, he, if he
0: ever goes to eat, him just walking in the room, the presence of the Lord's on him and healing starts to take place. And people don't even know why. Like, Greg don't need his name known. He don't even know. Well, they know God healed.
2: Well, let's go back. Let's go back to the scripture. It says... Verse 41, they took a stone away, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I know that thou hast heard me always because of the people stand by, and I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. So what I want to point out in this right here is, I know that thou hearest me always. All right, and then I don't know what uh, somebody who knows punctuation can tell what that is. Is that a colon, semicolon? I don't know, but I'm not I'm not that guy. But in which way, it stops right there. It says, I know that thou hearest me always. And then it says, but because the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. You know, so when we get to that point, and that's what you're describing right now. You want to get to that point where you know that he hears you always. And, and I've described it as, man, I want him to be like sitting right next to me in the seat in my truck. And we're just, you know, just I want to be so close to him that I know that he's within me. And I'm not saying he's not, but I just want to be so close to him that it's just like we we never separated. We are, I never uh, I never want to be uh, apart from him. I never want to be in my own. I want to be in him always. And and this is that thing that we strive for because it says and I know that thou hearest me always well if if you can get to that point where you know that he hears you always then it's going to be hard for these situations and things to overtake you because regardless of what's going on regardless of the sickness that's come on your body regardless of that you know that the Lord has you and he hears you always
0: Yep. Um, I'm trying to keep up with all these text messages. Uh, Let's see here. One listener said, The entire Bible indicates at one point each one will eventually die, even Lazarus, the second time. Can and does God heal? Absolutely, without a doubt. Could he have healed um, my son that evening? Absolutely. However, instead, God took him to his eternal home. As King David said when his son died, I will one day go to him. Mm -hmm. I continue to pray for healings for others daily, and I believe he can heal, regardless of how regardless of how my prayers are answered i trust him uh pastor Dwayne said it's not us telling him what he's going to do but it's what what he told us he we will he will do okay so yeah, yeah that's it i believe uh, that yep and uh yeah. um, and so i mean yeah. it's a difficult situation i mean it's a well i say what it's, but it's but a,
2: he, he cleared it up right there he yeah. said it's not him telling us what to do but us believing that he's going to do what he says he's going to do and he will And he will do what he says he's going to do. And uh, without question, I believe you. I I believe the same way, Brother Dwayne. And uh, I just think that uh, sometimes our circumstances clouds our judgment and we think that he should do something that he's got planned otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's where we're, uh, I think that's the the two sides that we're looking at. I think we're both looking at the same thing and believing the Lord's going to do what he says he's going to do and uh and then the side that we're looking at is if that thing that we think he should do doesn't happen, we should still trust him
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> and Matt, I do now I do think that God allows us to go through some things to produce some stuff in us and, Yes,
2: because um, we will be tried. that's yeah. how it says that we're going to be tried to grow how else are we going to grow in the faith or in the yeah. grace and a knowledge? Well, so in order things going to have to happen to, well,
0: you can look at job job yep. was a lot of things are produced in job yeah um it was it was a testing and job proved himself you know yeah you know but at the same time i think some stuff th- stuff was developed in job and job got everything back if you look at the guy in john chapter oh help me out here john chapter three they said was this guy's blindness for his mom's sin or his dad's sin neither it was for the glory of god yeah lazarus death was for the glory of god and now they both received their healing eventually, and, but it wasn't immediately. And um, that guy stayed blind for a long time. Lazarus stayed in the grave for four days. We're not saying God's never going to do it. I just, I'm at this point in my life, like, I'll, can I get very personal? Mm-hmm. All right, um, and I don't mean to bring this up again. <coughs> we we just lost a baby, just a month or a month and a half ago, something like that. And Heather, God did a great work in Heather. But the baby was still lost. All right, I'm I'm not sitting there looking at me and Heather had lack of faith, we lost a battle or anything like that, and I'm not questioning God. Like not not one time. Like I've I've said I've kind of asked why did it happen or trying to process it through. Yeah. But I've never I've never sit back and think that God left me, disappointed me, or didn't do exactly what he. I felt like God was with me the whole time, and I feel like. Walking through these situations, God will use, and what the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it around for His good. And um, even walking through what we're walking through with that i don't mean to keep talking about the family—and I, I hope—I I mean, I hope they're listening, but I hope, in a sense, I hope they're not because I don't want to keep bringing it up and smashing it this moment. But um, you know, it's walking through that. Like this, all goes back to John chapter eleven that we're experiencing tough things, and we believe. We have faith, but we also have to trust. Mm-hmm. And we walk through situations, and sometimes we don't understand what God's doing. But I think that one song says, even when I don't see it, you're working. Yeah. Even when I don't see it, you're working. And he works in ways that I don't think we always understand and we always know. And he works in ways I didn't always expect. Mm-hmm. And, and I think... Like for me, I'm not wanting to have this com- I we didn't start this conversation to say that we don't believe God heals every time or we don't <laughs> believe God's gonna do this or we're not gonna believe that. I started the conversation we gotta learn first and foremost to trust that he is good. Yeah, and that he is sovereign and that the, he is walking in it. I, who he
2: is. That's the conversation. You know, that's that's you know, we got we got spun off into the, <laughs> this here, the the healing and all this, but you know, in the middle of all this I think that the Lord is trying to express because we got all the things going on with Martha and Mary and all this in the background. And in the middle of it, Jesus is saying, trust me, Mm -hmm. trust me, trust me with all this. And then we, even in our study, we get caught up in uh, what Martha said and what Martha's feeling, this and that. And in the middle of it, we focus on the main thing Jesus is saying, trust me, I am the word of God. (laughs) made flesh Mm -hmm. and and when i speak it's the mouth of god speaking lazarus come forth so therefore lazarus come forth and our focus should be on the word of god and and what he is telling us what he's what he's written down for us what he's speaking to us daily and 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 just focusing on his uh will and what he would have us do and, and what he would have us and just trying to keep our ear towards him and i think this is the main focus regardless of our situations our healings or not healings or or our deliveries or or whatever this is you know uh focus on the lord and trust him regardless of what you see in your carnal eyes
0: All right, we're going to take a break. Finally get that second trivia question in here because we haven't done it yet. Uh, Thursday question number two, sponsored by Higdon Surveying. What king of Moab was famous as a sheep farmer? What king of Moab was famous as a sheep farmer? 270-257-2689. We'll be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. Here on this beautiful June fifteenth, two 2023, Happy birthday to my little girl, Liza Jane. Happy birthday,
1: Liza. Happy
0: birthday, Liza. Eight years old today. Congratulations, my little princess. I call her sissy. Mm -hmm. Uh, She gets so mad if I say sissy to anybody else. Like, not sissy. (laughs) Like, uh, um, you know, like sis you know yeah. like sister, sister. Yeah, yeah whatever that is and so she gets so she gets she's been out of shape if i ever say that anything else anybody else because that's yeah. her name um so happy birthday eliza we love you very much i told you i'd throw it out a couple times this morning still no trivia answer yet i don't believe um so let's we'll, we'll continue forth with that have an opening um one listener said, I know the end of this story. One day, no more tears, crying, Amen. warning death if we accept him as Savior and Lord Amen. Jesus Christ. And I'm still going to go back to every time I pray for a sick person, I'm believing for healing. Amen. But out of doubt. Without I'm, question. I'm not sitting there going, I hope that God heals or I hope that this. I just, I, I pray it, I believe it, and then I trust him with the outcome. Yeah. Um, and I continue to pray and seek his face. And, um, and then there's some situations too. Like, whenever you see something unraveling, you're praying and you're just believing and stuff seems to be happening, I think it's appropriate at that time, then to begin to pray, Lord, is there a blocking? Is there something you're doing? Is there something happening? Give me wisdom. Give me insight. Give me direction how to pray appropriately along the lines of what you're doing in the midst of this hour. Um, There could be blockers to our healing. Like, now sometimes the healing is blocked by us. Like, Jesus wanted to do, he wanted to heal in Nazareth, but he couldn't because they're a prophet indeed. had no honor in his homeland. And yeah. so their lack of faith, their lack of belief, uh, if there's sin and unforgiveness in your life, if there's something blocking what that healing, there's there's very much possibility. And I think in those moments we need to be praying and seeking the face of the Lord and saying, Lord, is there something I'm doing that's blocking the healing? Is there something that um, somebody else is doing? Is there a situation arising? Like Reveal. Reveal to us your will. Reveal to us what's going on give us wisdom give us discernment um, I don't think anybody is saying that God's not able to heal or God's not going to heal or or anything like that I, I just want to trust him I want to trust yes. him and all. Th- I want to walk with him I want to know his heart I want to know what he's thinking I want to know that that prophetic utterance I want to know what he's accomplishing I want to know like Lord the Lord doesn't do things or allow things on accident like he has a purpose he has a reason he, is, he has a plan that he is fulfilling. He has a will that he's accomplishing. Yep.
2: And it is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Yep. And, and his will, his plan is, is only good for us. <laughs> it's not good for anybody else. It's good for us. That's, mm-hmm. His plan is good things for us. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the things that we see, if we can focus on him, that it's always going to be good for us. And it may not seem like it at times. It may not even feel like it at times. And it may. It but if we're seeking and we're with all that we got, with everything we can, and we're trying to get to Him, it's the, it's going to work out for our good, mm-hmm. because we are the apple of His eye. We are created in the an image and a likeness of God. We are compared to nobody. And there is nothing can separate us from the love of God. Amen. And that's what I tell my kids. Oh, we already talked about that last <laughs> time, but that just fits right here. So.
1: Miss Gale sent in a scripture, Second Corinthians twelve, eight through nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading out of the CSB my Bible, but um, We'll forgive you. This says <laughs> concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it would leave me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my mm-hmm. power is perfected in weakness.
2: Mm hmm. Well, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So that's how we. Uh, the Lord showed me something earlier this week. You know, our whole purpose on this planet, our our being that we're walking around, is to for His glory to shine. That's it. Because if we're not here for his glory to shine, what else is there? Think about it. Think about if if you take the humans out of this place, what is the left? What is left for God's glory to shine? We are the apple of his eyes. The whole purpose for us here is so that his glory can be revealed through us. And the only way that His glory can be revealed through us is for us to uh, submit to Him and allow Him to work in us.
0: Amen. 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 Well, um, we've had a pretty good conversation. I enjoy all the interaction. I love when the body of Christ comes together and iron is sharpening iron and we can uh, um, continue to walk and progress and believe and have faith. And I don't think any of us are leaving anything to this extent of, um, you know, we're leaving room for God not to move or I'm not a sensationalist in no means. I believe God still heals. I think he's, I know without a doubt he still heals because we're seeing it. We're seeing miracles. We're seeing salvations. We're seeing God do great things. And, um, and, um, at the same time, we're walking through hard situations with people and, um. Man, I tell you what, being a pastor sometimes is the most role, emotional <laughs> roller coaster you could ever go on. Um, and it's a beautiful picture. And I don't, like, I don't know how Jesus did it. Like, I have no idea how Jesus did it because in the midst of all the healings and the celebrations and all that, still he's encountering things and people's coming against him. So
2: i tell you how he did it. He told us how he did it. I only say what I hear my father say and I only do what I see my father do, Mm -hmm. and our father, not our earthly fathers, (laughs) our heavenly Heavenly father. Father. Yeah. And that's how we do it. That's how we do it. We, we, and all that we have, we focus on him and we try to, we try to hear him. We try to get closer to him so we can hear his instructions for us and not hear the noise of the world that distracts us the other way, you know, because our emotions pull us away. Our anger, I'm speaking for myself here, our anger pulls us away. uh, Or some people have unbelief, some people have doubt, some people have fear. All these different things that are not of God pull us away from the truth, which is Jesus. He is the the way, the truth, and the life. He is the Word made flesh. God's Word from His mouth is the only thing that we have
0: for a life. That is
2: our life. Without his word, we are dead.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I want to say this. I was just making sure I got all the text caught up and everything's good. Um, I never once think that Pastor Dwayne, somebody who's just trying to tell God what to do. I don't want to ever insinuate yeah. that. I believe that. I know Pastor Dwayne's a, a real man of God and loves the Without Lord. Without question, and, yeah. Um, he just it. has I a heart for that I just want to clarify for anybody yeah. that thinks I was saying anything other than that. because. That's not the case whatsoever. I know yep. I have a ton of respect and honor for Pastor Dwayne. Yep. And I uh, think he's doing a great work over there and believe God. I'm believing he I know that God's using him and the ministry and kids and lives and adults and everybody's being safe, sanctified, set free, filled with the and Holy mean, Ghost. Yeah. And I know great things are happening over there and we're praying yep. for them and we're always interceding for them. And um, and so I just don't want anybody to ever have that insinuation that I was saying that about him. I've seen people, though, who do do that and that they are just they treat God as a genie in a bottle. Yeah. And um, and I just I never want to have that over my life. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to walk with him like I want to know him. I want to know his heart. I want to know his mind. I want to know what he's feeling over situations. I want to walk closely mm-hmm. um, with him.
2: I want to be with him in my rejoicing. I want to be with him in my sorrows. I want to be with him in wherever it is that I am. I want to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, what? in whatever state that I am, I want to be with the Lord. And, and whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, whether I'm broken, whether I'm hurting, whether uh, whatever. Uh, wherever I am, I want to be with the Lord. Amen. I want to be close with the Lord. I want to hear what he has to say to me. I want to learn what he wants me to learn. I want to have eyes to see what he have me to see.
1: Mm -hmm. Can I read a little story? I guess so, if you (laughs) want to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is, you know, kind of a story testimony that goes along with the thorn in the flesh that we just read about. Um, And so this is just a testimony, but it says, Early in my first pregnancy, Doctors discovered there was something wrong. My tiny baby's bladder was blocked, and his kidneys would not develop correctly. As the weeks ticked by and ultrasounds showed the problem worsening, I didn't know how to pray. One evening at a church service, I listened as... The band belted out this chorus, "'Your grace is enough for me,' and I found myself at a fork in the road. Was God's grace sufficient for sick babies? Was it sufficient for desperate prayers that seemed to go unanswered? Was it enough for this right here and now?' My knees then hit the floor, and I made a choice. Though I desperately wanted God to take away the blockage in my unborn baby's bladder, I would choose to believe His grace was sufficient for the healing and for the alternate alternate outcome of a baby with bad kidneys.'" that sweet baby is now a that sweet baby boy is now a rowdy first grader with permanent <laughs> kidney damage and i'm a mama forever changed by the reality of christ's sufficiency i'm not crazy about the restrictions that my child has or our regular trips to the specialist or the seemingly chronic fear that his condition will worsen but i've yet to face a worry or a doctor or a limitation that god's grace isn't big enough to cover i keep praying for god to heal my boy and i keep falling to my knees declaring christ is as sufficient Mm. It Christ as sufficient, and He is.
2: Amen. I mean, sometimes our answer, just like this right here, is to, uh, this again for His glory, His grace, His mercy. It says my my grace is sufficient, and then it, mm-hmm. in others it says my mercy is new every morning, because these bodies that we're in are, is temporary, and if and if if these bodies, these fleshly bodies are the things that we're worried about the most. We're missing the point. We're missing the mark. You know, oh, our focus needs to be on the Lord and a Spirit that's going to be with Him forever. These bodies are going to lay down. It says it's appointed to all men once to die. One time mm-hmm. they're going to die. Everybody's appointed one time this body's going to die.
1: <clears throat> I like this too that it says our insufficiency helps us press into Christ's sufficiency.
2: Amen. Mm -hmm. Because we can't do it without him. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. And that word is Jesus Christ. We cannot live without Jesus Christ. He is the word made flesh. And we cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. That's Jesus Christ. We gotta have him. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I think that and something else that she said was that Paul didn't see God's answer as a glass half empty truth. Instead, he found a good reason to brag about his own shortcomings because it meant that he was able to depend on or to be even closer to Christ and Christ was able to be displayed. People were able to see Christ in him instead of just seeing Paul. Amen. So that's what I really like about it.
0: Yeah. Um, Pastor Dwayne says, where does it say we have to die sick? Well, I don't think we have to die sick. I don't think so. Um, I don't think that in no, the slightest. I'm not
2: speaking that on anybody. Uh,
0: and I'm not thinking anybody has to be yeah. sick. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm learning to trust him in all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Let's if just I, say if that. I'm sick, I'm going to trust him. Yeah. You know, I'm just if, learning if, to trust. Yeah, I'm just trust him, regardless of the outcome. And you know, I, I'm not speaking to anybody dying sick. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not speaking that on anybody. I'm just what I'm saying is if whatever state that I'm in. Whether I'm in sickness or in health, you know, like the marriage vows, what all the above, I'm going to trust in the Lord. What in whatever state that I'm in, I'm going to worship Him, and I'm going to praise Him in the highs and in the lows mm-hmm. and in the
0: valleys and in I mean everywhere. So I'm going yeah. to praise the Lord in all things. I think one of the most, for me, I mean, this is just me, and I this don't have to be for anybody else. One of the most powerful statements. I'm going to say the statement, and then I'm going to follow it up with a story real fast is when job is going through everything job's going through job finally got to the point where he basically said even if he slays me yet will i praise him amen Mm -hmm. even if i even if he slays me yet will i praise him um one of my favorite theologians wayne grudem he i think it was his daughter-in-law they lost or his daughter i i can't remember that i'm I'm so sorry i shouldn't say the story if i can't remember everything right but Um, lost her in a tragic car accident. And I think it was his daughter-in-law and his son. And um, John Piper was in, I think, Minnesota, and Wayne called John, and John went there and, you know, get there. And um, I think the son, walking through all this, losing his wife, I do believe this was a story, you know, John and Wayne's talking to him, and basically this guy said, even if he slays me, yet will I praise him. Because he's walking through that difficult situation, but he's learning to trust. And he knew that God was good. He knew that God was great. And all things are going to work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And for me, in my own life, I'm learning to trust him with all things. And regardless of what happens, I'm wanting to learn to trust him even in a greater measure. And uh, I mean, I've seen my kids receive great healings. Jackson, the one I was talking about earlier, when I was up in the hospital at 2.30 a.m. and not knowing, the doctor telling me, I don't know if he's going to live or die. And for those who heard it, I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, You know, it's the doctor said, well, if everything goes perfect and he wakes up and he does live, he's going to be here two to three weeks. I think two weeks was the best that they could offer. They said, he's going to be here for a while. There's going to be some consequences. He needs to get this. And a group of 2,500 people started to pray that night on Facebook it's before Facebook's even huge, really. But 2,500 people joined the prayer group praying interceding. Churches all over praying interceding, and we were home. Like, we weren't home in two weeks. We were home in four days to the glory of God because hmm. he did the great work. Amen. He did the work. So amen. do I know that God can heal? Yes. Amen. I know yes, that he can heal. Yes. But also, I've walked through tragedy where I can't look at the people and— um, I couldn't look at the people and say, well, you didn't have enough faith, or you didn't have enough, like, the, I see the hurt. I see the I see the faith that they was grasping to, and I just learned to trust, and I think that's what we all can do. Because we and don't
2: understand. We don't no, know we'll why. We not always understand. Yeah.
1: We have to be able to accept Yeah, that we,
2: we, we don't know why. Yeah.
0: And Pastor Wayne said, God wasn't doing the slay, slaying. Satan was. God is not the doer evil, but he allowed Satan to do it. He had to give permission. Like, He, I don't care what we say about that. Like,
2: God says... I give life and I take life. Mm-hmm. That's what he says.
0: I In the story of Job, like the Lord never sent sickness. The yep. Lord never did it. But every single time, Satan had to get permission from yep. the Father to do anything. And
2: the Father said, you cannot kill him.
0: God is never the doer. I'm not yep. saying God's not the doer. He's, I'm saying he is the allower and he has a purpose yep. and he could cut anything off at any time he wants, but his plan and his ways are higher than our yep. ways. Mm-hmm. And That's and trust. I think,
2: you know, I, I think we, uh, our health can become an idol. Our abilities can become an idol. And, you know, and I, I'm kind of reminded to my ability whenever I used to carry my gun all the time. And I go back to this and, and my, uh, my faith was in my ability and in all my tactics and everything that I would use whenever my family would go out. I would position them in a certain way when we sat down, and I would I would calculate all these entrances and exits and uh, uh, just different uh, bulkheads and different things where I could, all this, I'm, there's a lot of stuff you all probably don't even understand what I'm saying, but there was all kinds of process that I was going and I had my faith in and all these tactics and in my abilities and that I thought that I had and in case of a scenario was to happen. And the Lord showed me you know through a process of things he showed me I, he give you know I had a vivid dream I don't know if I share this with you all or not but I had a vivid dream and it, over a process of time he brought me through all these different things until I finally come to the point you know after s- several months the last thing he asked me he said listen you can take this gun and defend yourself or you can allow me to defend you but we're not discussing it anymore mm-hmm. so there comes a point in your time that you just gotta trust God you gotta put all your faith in him and you've got to trust him there's going to come a time where you know in and say you you have your faith in your health i'm running out of time real quick but what if that what if your health is it goes away and you don't have it? where's your faith then mm-hmm. if your faith is in your health it's in the wrong spot your faith needs to be in god yeah. your, your trust and everything needs to be in god and he's going to pull you through whatever it is. Yep. Now I'll, I'll shut well, it. Well,
0: this is the one statement I know everybody can agree that's listening this morning. My health is not my idol. All right? Everybody <laughs> Everybody knows my diet, so they definitely know that's not true. Um, And so it's it's a good conversation. I love conversations where there's a lot of engagement, and I appreciate all the engagement. I love it. And um, we're still pressing forward. We're going to see the glory of God come. We're seeing the kingdom of God manifest every single day. We're seeing souls saved. We're seeing people saved, sanctified, delivered, healed filled with the Holy Ghost. We're seeing the glory of God manifest in the earth. And yes, I do know our faith has an impact. Our belief Mm -hmm. has an impact. We can can stop the move of the hand of the Lord if our faith is on. We see that in Scripture. There's things that happen. Faith is mightily important. Um, Without faith, you cannot please God. You have to have faith. mm -hmm. And I'm just saying... For me, right now I'm in this season of my life where I want to trust him in all things. I want to believe him for all things. Mm. And I never want to get to a point to where um I'm I'm like, Why did this happen? I don't know. I'm mad at you. I'm disappointed in like I'm not there anymore. I just trust him. Does grief still happen? Yes. Does this does, does does sadness he- still happen? Yes. Does anger still pop up? Yes. But I'm learning to trust in him.
1: Can I read some lyrics before we get off here today
0: 30 seconds
1: okay so this is trust in you by lauren daigle the the lyrics are so good for everything we're talking about your ways are always higher your plans are always good there's not a place where i'll go that you've not already stood when you don't move the mountains i'm needing needing you to move when you don't part the waters i wish i could walk through when you don't give the answers as i cry out to you i will trust in you i will trust in you that's right
0: Amen. amen we love you guys so much we are praying and if you want prayer for healing, sickness, whatever, we love to pray with you. We will connect in faith. And we're standing here saying we will believe God can we do it. We will Amen. Believe. We do believe. We believe that God can do it. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Central Time, here on One. It's a Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network.